Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A little bit of everything and do some singing, some dancing, some chatting with the guests, the skits, the monologues, the comedy. Wonderful comedy. It really is a lot of fun. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Friday. It's 545. This is the morning sickness. My name is John Holmberg. There is Brady Bogan, Brett Vesley, Big Dick Toledo. And we're off and running with more happy news to start off a Friday. The first thing you hear. Some nutball went into a FedEx plant in Indianapolis and started shooting. We got another active shooter situation last night, early this morning. Uh, eight people, nine people now. Is that what I got? Uh, yeah. Nine? I got. I, I heard eight, but I mean, who knows if the numbers are I'm looking out. at eight right now, too. I said nine a second ago. Another and more thing. injured? I don't know. <clears throat> something, something ain't right. What in the hell is wrong? But at least he offed himself. Yeah, well, you know, at the very least, yeah. dude offed himself. Although I never know how I feel about that, because... You can maybe glean something off of him if you uh, if you take him in. Like you know, I don't know if they're getting anything off that Holmes guy who did it in Aurora. Like if you get any psychological anything that you I, know, I don't, I I don't, don't think so. Let me track yeah. down the because you want answers. You want something, and then you just realize that yeah, now we have to speculate, and we'll be going through his manifestos and all the nonsense that comes with this. But yeah, it's uh, it's getting a little bit strange that we're having we're having a rash of this stuff. There's a lot of them going on in the last three weeks. And it's just nutballs. And mm-hmm. that's it. You go back to calling people nuts when you think they're nuts. And that's what we have to start doing again. Because this coddling thing has not worked. This love thing that everybody's like, oh, you got to love them harder. Uh-uh. It's not working. Nope. It's caused a whole lot more of this. So love less, punish more. That's exactly how the world should work. Respectfully, not abuse. People don't understand the difference. So, yeah, we got to get some dads in there spanking their kids. What the hell are you thinking? Whoosh, back of the head whack. <laughs> Recognize that there's uh, ramifications bigger than that, and it's not that important. It's crazy, though. And it sucks because, like, I had such a fun night last night. We had – that was a good time. We went out yeah. to the reopening of CB Live, yeah. Copper Blues, hung out out there, and uh, and that's all I was thinking about. I was laughing a little bit because I had a long day. I was home for, like, eight minutes. Ended up doing that, and then that was the way to close it out. It was like you guys were out there. We're hanging out and goofing off. And uh, I'm like, yeah, that was fun. You know, nice way to close her out. Go home, go to bed, wake up, this stuff. You don't want to wake up to this anymore, so – because last night I had the joy of being a child again. I got uh, card tricks that were making me so happy. <laughs> like there was this guy there doing card tricks at CB Live. Calabrese. Yeah. It's a Magic Mike 52, if you're looking for a, I believe that's an Instagram page you would be interested in. Brady. 52, okay. I think that's it because deck of 52. Oh, okay. Yeah. So It's right next to Boss. Yeah, it's right next to it. It's unfortunately right next to Boss KUPD. And for Brady, that's a, that's a shame because now you can see what an Instagram page looks like. 
and what that's trying to kill you uh, slowly with just the, the tiniest uh, death by paper cuts is what Brady's Instagram page should be. But uh, yeah, this guy's page. I don't know if his page is any good, but that's him. You can hire him for stuff. I don't know if you can hire him. Magic dot Mike fifty two. Ah, okay. Yeah. There you go. I didn't know the dot was in. Uh, I didn't. I just found it. Yeah. So he was doing card tricks, and I'm like, okay, card trick guy. One time I was at, uh, and I told Magic Dot Mike fifty two this. I'm never impressed with card tricks. I find them somewhat annoying. But his delivery was great. The creativity of each trick was really good. I still have a little X on my hand that I don't know how he got on Freaky there. Freaky X. I don't know when he got it on there. One of the tricks, he made a little tiny X on my left hand. I didn't feel with a magic marker. And uh, I uh, just sat there and it was part of the trick. And I'm like, all right, I'm caving in the whole way. I, I completely give in to you. And I told him, I said, once there was a uh, – I was at a Diamondbacks game and it was 99. And uh, I was at the old station. And we were working the uh, the front uh, – the, what do they call that thing? Right before – now it's all fans and that overhead thing next day. It was Lion and Kugels, right. but that big patio – right outside there and we got to stand out there and the station had its tent and we got to park our cars and i had a big dodge ram pickup truck and i parked it up there because dodge was a sponsor well i had it up there and uh this i see this dude it's kind of in a you know 50 60 feet from me and i see this guy messing around with my car and you know people were looking at it because it was you know one of the cars that's out there and i'm so i'm like huh he's messing around my car and he comes over to me and he goes uh is that your truck over there? And I said, yeah. I said, you're the guy that was just messing with it. He goes, oh, no, 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 I wasn't. I'm like, yeah, you are because no one else here in the game has a tuxedo. You're pretty easy to spot. You're in a tuxedo, <laughs> and you were messing around with my car. And he yeah. goes, I wasn't. I wasn't. He goes, but I want you to come here for a second. And I'm like, all right. And he goes, he breaks out this deck of cards. And I'm like, okay. And then uh, he's like, pick a card, blah, 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 do the thing. And he goes, now, I want you to open that car door and look inside your car. And in, in the car is my card. And I'm like, well, I saw you monkey. I know how you did this. Like, you came over here and slid the card in the window. I saw it. It was like five minutes. You were messing around with my car. No, I wasn't. I'm like, dude, you were the tuxedo kid playing around with the window. I'm like, this is the worst trick I've ever been a part of. I don't want anything to do with card tricks ever again. So I told that guy last night. And he goes, yeah. He said, there's, there's a lot of guys giving us a bad name. So last night, well, let me clear, a lot of hacks. Clear it Magic up. Mark. Magic, Magic Mark, Mark yeah, 52 Magic. on Instagram. Yeah, that's what we said. Magic Mark. Well, Magic Dot Mike 52 yes. is pretty good, too. You want to see him? That's for you. Yeah, Magic Mark Fifty Two. Either way, I was telling him, I'm like, this is this is the best I've seen and the most fun I've had with card tricks since I was like eight. It was phenomenal. It was great. So if you're and Brady and I are sitting there talking, we should hire him for things. Yeah, let's fly we'll him fly places. We were all he was doing so much good stuff. I'm like, we should have him over to the house just for fun. It was it was awesome. His delivery was incredible. The, the manager there's girl's named Lisa and a guy named Brad. We were we were doing the thing like uh, I always say that uh, when David Blaine used to go to the cowboy he went to the Cowboys facility and I, and I always realize there's a difference between the way black people watch Magic and the way white people watch Magic because every time he revealed his trick every black player ran out like like shots had been fired <laughs> and every white guy just got oh my god got dumber and closer and it was I was we were the black guys last night because every time the trick would be real. And I'm spinning around. Everybody's like, how'd he do it? It was great. He was really good. So uh, I don't know if you can hire him. He's from Jersey. And he flew in. He was great. Yeah, it looks like he can, though, you know. And in another moment of absolute bliss where I committed to something, Toledo and his keen eagle eye. It was great. Spotted uh, George Cantor, the comedian, and said, uh, uh, did you say hi to George Cantor? I haven't seen George in a while. He used to open up for Caliendo. Now, George is a silver-haired Q-tip gentleman. 
who uh, does a lot of weight work, and he's a pretty big guy. So I look over, and I see the back of a, a silver-haired man. And I'm mm-hmm. like, there's Cantor right there. And he's with two uh, relatively attractive ladies, and they're kind of leaning into George. I'm like, that's rare for George, I think. I've seen George a lot. I've never seen a woman anywhere near him. Pandemic has done well. So I'm like, I'll go say hi to George. And I walked over to the table, and I grabbed the open chair at the table, and everyone's looking at me. And I look up, and I realize that is not – George Cantor, but I've already slid the chair out. I'm committing. I'm going to sit with this group of people and just stare at them for a second until – and the guy looks at me and goes, do I know you? And I'm like, you do not know me, and you're not George, are you? And he goes, no, Mitch. And I'm like, all right, Mitch, well, I'm just going to sit here because I'm committed to this now. Uh, I thought you were someone else, so I'm just going to make it seem like we know each other anyway so the people that sent me over here don't don't start laughing too hard. And then he's like, all right, well, I appreciate the commitment. And the next thing you know, they want to buy me drinks and stuff. So the weirdest part of that whole thing – the opening act for Pete Corielli last night when I go backstage is George Cantor. So there he is again <laughs> in the green room. I'm like, oh my God, George, the doppelganger for you is standing outside. I just talked to Mitch Cantor. And I'm like, ah, this is just one of those fun nights. And then I go home and everybody in Indianapolis gets shot. So it's just one of those things where the world just comes to an end. <laughs> good morning, everybody. Ruin your fun. Just have Full a good circle. time. Have a great night. Wake up with a smile on your face for the first time in a while. And then realize, oh, right, at any given time. It could all get blown up by a lunatic that just had something go wrong. Some incel, some weirdo. And again, no one knows. But I'm if we're guessing, if we're guessing, probably and this is the thing, Brett, I always thought of this with you. I'm surprised more overnight stuff has not been like the the third shifters haven't been affected by this crazy. It's not normal. You would think. It's well, not normal this to stay was up. actually. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. It's yeah. not normal to stay up all night. Every day no. and be nocturnal. No, it's, it's not normal, no, and true. it drives you a little goofy. It does. Uh, so if, if you started to get a little pissed and go goofy because you're on a different clock than the world, I'm surprised it hasn't been more third shift incidents. Well, this is the first one that we've got, and uh, yeah, I've always thought of that. Like those third shifters that are in there, just usually it's not the highest paying gig, the nope. third shifter, uh, and it's always kind of grunt work that gets pushed around a little bit, and you got you know. People who are willing to stay up all night or sometimes people who are willing to snap. Sleeping during the daytime all day long makes you crazy. I don't know how you did Walking it. Walking the beat. On 15 well, you're not go crazy. Building security. Years. Oh, that. I don't know. Well, I think if you're by yourself, maybe. I don't know. Maybe that is a, a recipe for more disaster. Like, you didn't ever want to just go out and go nuts. But No, I, you know, at, at the old building, we were, you know, we were, by, we didn't have all the other stations. We were yeah. all, all stations in our own buildings. When, so I was there by myself the whole time. When we came here, I didn't like it. I liked because there was like a board op over it. Yeah, you had other whatever, people here. You know, I liked just being the only person in the building. Just you knew no one was going to come in and go nuts. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. Now you got to wonder: Is this ten dollar an hour temporary person? Yeah. All together home. I don't know him. You got to go introduce yourself. So now he knows you, and he yep. knows who to kill first. Yep. And we yep. were in the guad over there, and I felt more safe over there just by myself <laughs> Guadalupe. than over here. Guadalupe you control was a, your situation. Yeah. Comfort and safety was represented by Guadalupe. Exactly. No, said no one ever. <laughs> but, yeah, I get that. But, yeah, the overnight thing, you'd think that that would be where the snaps happen. Because life, is yeah. life isn't as planned. It's not meant to be. No, it's not. You're not meant to be up all night My like dad that. used to tell me that when he'd go to work at 4.30 and I'd still be awake. Life doesn't work this way. You'll see. I'm like, you, you'll see. I'll work all night long. I'm never going to be the guy who gets up at 4 in the morning. That's stupid. And look at him cursed me into this life for 20-plus <laughs> years. But it's, he's right. It just you just can't because like when you wanted to function as a human being, oh, yeah. uh, and you wanted to be like, all right, I got to get my car worked on. Yep, you had to get on everybody else's time. Oh, so it was, there's, it's brutal. Yeah, I so I've I'm not surprised that there's a 
I am surprised it hasn't happened more often. But you know, we're, we're... I know it won't surprise you so much. But the growing up, two of my friends, their dad was nocturnal, basically. Yeah. That was that Tad Weed. He would work all day. Oh, he's a and, lunatic. And, and eventually, the marriage it just doesn't well, work. You can't you can't yeah. be on opposites with everything. Well, he's also Tad Weed was also yes. I mean, there's an other insane person yes. factors who fought King Tonga. You remember, you're not going to compare Tad Weed no, to they normal never people. Sparred. Well, they had an argument. They had a beef. <laughs> they did have a beef. You never got physical with them, but you'd say that they were they were uh, adversarial. But yeah, so it yeah, it just makes you bananas. So I, I, all you third shifters out there, keep it together. And if you're the big girl at the third shifter office, I don't want to be rude, but you got a lot of weirdos to try to blow. Because if you don't keep them at bay, you're the last line of defense, big girl in third shift. And girls are smart enough not to work the overnights most of the time. It's almost all dudes. There aren't well, a lot of girls. Well, and well, don't forget before so. me, you had, you had two overnight girls. Here, yeah, yeah, that's radio. They don't even count as women. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's but not. Those aren't work. real ladies. Hospitals are different. Yeah, that doesn't hot. even count as third shift because they work like 20 hours, and then they get normal days. But yeah, yeah, but they're doing. They're, you're, those. I'm not worried about hospital snap. You know what I'm talking about when oh, I say I'm third shift snapping. Yeah, yeah you're oh. talking about professionals that have to stay there. I'm talking about you know the two dudes planning People the attack stalk, at the Circle K, stalking right. the store overnight. Yeah, yeah, just the just the folks who are are just grinding it out like you know the nocturnal animals. It's almost like living underground. It's just a strange life. It's a strange existence. But most women don't take – you're talking professionals. Hospitals. I'm not worried about hospitals losing their minds. Those people are pretty stable for the most part. I used to drink with some of the hospital workers. Yeah. Because it would be – you know, when Hollywood Alley was open, it was over by my house over on on, uh, on Price there. And it was a third shift bar. I'd show up there about 6 and then about six thirty, seven o'clock, here yeah. comes all the hospital workers and all the nurses and everything had else. It and too. Just, yep, time and you know why hospitals and, have to stay yeah. open all night long? Goddamn third shifters doing stupid stuff. <laughs> Because they're not very bright. Most of them are kind of exploding people yeah. overnight in it. Yeah. I'm not saying third shift workers. I'm, I'm calling everybody who's up all night long a third shifter. Have you ever stayed up all night long? Yes. Have you? When, yeah. What was the occasion? You don't strike me as a guy it's who liked a, it. It's been a while. Oh, I'm sure of it. I used to do it um, pretty regularly on uh, New Year's Eve. There was a party that I would yeah. always go to, and that went all till the, night. till the break of dawn? Yep. Was it at a uh, fraternity? No, 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 it was a, uh, it was actually it was a uh, camp. You'd go down there for the weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, as an college, adult, college kids. Oh, okay. It's the adult camp, That's and I was good. DJing all night. Oh, you were oh, working? Yeah, yeah a little oh, bit. Yeah. Gee, so you wouldn't have stayed up all night had they not paid you. Have you ever done it on your own time? Yes, a couple yeah. of birthday parties uh, when I was younger. Nice, but um, recently, as an adult, as an adult in the. Well, I wasn't getting paid. Um, <laughs> but it was something you got. It was our buddy Brenneman. Uh-huh. Um, it was a fraternity party. We had our big spring beach fling. So we put six tons of sand in the basement, and we bought an above-the-ground pool at Walmart. It's like Father Dale's house. The well, wall gave away on the pool. <laughs> Oops. And flooded the basement. Oh, so. Six you, in the morning shoveling this uh, That was an emergency. Sand. Yes. Okay, so you've never had fun staying up all night. Yes, I have, but I was young. Doesn't sound like it. Doesn't at all sound. You were DJing a, a camp for New Year's First Eve. First of all, then- <laughs> I'll agree with that statement that it was fun to. A, then it got to a certain point that three to five yeah. a.m. There's not much fun having there, even though you're up, <laughs> right? Because you're you not you make know, your unless, own fun you're, unless you're enhanced, unless you got uh, you oh, yeah, drink. The whole point, and, of it. and that's the easier point. But you know. See, sober, you get tired. I could be very nocturnal. I just don't think I could do it for work. 
I could do the overnight thing. I don't think I could do it as a responsibility. It has to be completely – like tonight, it's Friday. My schedule completely flip-flops. I'll be up till 3. When we're on vacation, I, I do, I do, I do it every time. Yeah, it's, Friday it's, uh, is usually the toughest one. i got to keep moving. Yeah. If I'm planted like you can you sit down out. on the TV, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll go I, uh, out. I have an ability to just go back on to normal time. Vacations, I'm up all night long. I used to talk to you sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I text yeah. Brett at 4 in the morning. I'm like, I know you're at work, but casino's on again. <laughs> or Smokey and the Bandit's on, 583, <laughs> throw it up. But yeah, I, uh, all night long stuff was always easy for me. I li- but I couldn't. I don't think I could do it and get paid. I think that would take the fun out of it. Anyway, careful third shifters and big girls who do work. There's only one of you. You have to pay attention. Almost, and I'll say this, and third shifters, you agree, except for what Brady's saying, the professional ones who have regular jobs who will eventually become normal day doctors. <laughs> I'm talking about you, uh, you know, the, the loaders, the people who stock grocery stores, the overnighters that are the underground people. Road work. Uh, they're alone, though. They, they make me nervous, but they're serial killers daytime or night. It doesn't really matter. If you work by yourself, eventually you're going to snap anyway. But, uh, you know, if you're, in a, if you're in a warehouse and you're the one girl there, you recognize your responsibilities. If there's like 30 other employees in there, they're all kind of weird because they work the overnight. Eyeball the weird ones. Give them a little extra attention. Let them know that they're wanted. Because when they sit at home and write their – what becomes – it used to be just a journal. Then it becomes a manifesto when they lose their minds. A friendly tap on the shoulder goes miles. Yeah. You look great today, Tyler. I do? Yeah. And then just walk away before he gets too handsy because he'll start reaching for you. Those nocturnal beasts, those weird, their eyes get really big. They start hunting that night. <laughs> they're like bush babies. Yeah, they get all, their skin's all white. <laughs> you must stock the Amazon store. Yeah, we get it. All right. You look pretty today. Oh. I, there are a lot of lunatics on. I mean, it's, it's like I tell everybody, there is nothing you can say or do on a telephone anymore that even makes me bat an eye. I'm just like, <laughs> okay. I, <laughs> I had yeah. somebody threaten to come and stab me one time. Really? Oh, yeah. Why? Oh, yeah. Because I didn't play Slayer. Yeah. Well, that's a well, Slayer fan. That, that could happen at noon. But, I mean, he's like, yeah, I'm going to come down there and stab you. I'm like, man, don't bring a knife to a gunfight, bro. That's all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> all Brett wanted to do was kill the man. I even gave the address. The prick never showed up. <laughs> that's good de-escalation, Brett. Yeah. You told him, I have a gun. You better bring one, too, or you're going to lose. And then we were located at 1500 West Carmen. 1900 West Carmen. Come on in the quad. Yeah, don't invite him down here. I don't need him stabbing you. So you told a man who said he's going to stab you, I've got a gun. 100%. And then you said, come down. Yep. Well, he's going to get a gun, dummy. He never showed up. Oh, okay. He couldn't afford a gun. It's so easy to kick that down the road. It's coming up. It's coming up. Yeah. So, oh, I didn't play your Slayer yet. Bro. (laughs) Next song, I promise. Oh, if I don't get it, I'm going to put a knife in you and cut you like a two-pound trout. All right. I'm getting it on. Eventually, it's sleepy time. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, he's just going to forget. Yeah. And all the visions he has starts talking to him. Yeah, tweaky. But no, challenge. I struggle with the idea of telling that i'm like uh, like if somebody calls it i'm gonna stab you i'm like i love knife fights you come down here and we'll have a knife fight knowing i've got a gun we're gonna I don't, duel yeah i don't want to tell him i've got a gun so you might want to you might want to amp up your uh, armory hey prick never showed up so i, I don't care well, hopefully he fell on his knife <laughs> what kind of knife you carrying i got a forge <laughs> I, I remember i filled into an overnight once and a lady called up and she's like hi how are you doing i'm like i'm good i want to hear toad the wet sprocket like, is that's all you heard on the zone? It's like, okay, another call for Toad the Westbrook. Walk on the ocean. Like, what, any reason you want to? I'm taping it because back in that time, it, like when you first start in radio, you think it's all, like you think your boss thinks it's great to run calls. So I'm taping it. It's like, hey, wow, I'm five, 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 I'm five
I want to hear uh, Tom the Wet Sprocket. Oh, it's one of my favorite bands. Tell me why you want to hear it. My boyfriend just beat me. Uh, I'm laying here on the ground, and it's the only <laughs> song that gives me solace. What's your favorite station? <laughs> you have no idea how to close that out. I'm like, all right. And then I just wanted, I wanted to play it because I have like that dark sense of humor. And I knew I shouldn't because I was filling in for a girl that wasn't my shift. I was filling in for Leah Miller. And I think Leah had those conversations with like abuse. Oh, yeah. He's not home. It's 3 a.m., Leah. What do I do? Uh, All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. Dot com. Know, what are you? Told the wet sprocket. There's a little walk the ocean there that uh, told the wet sprocket's got a midget in it. We started are you singing Told the wet sprocket? Yeah, it seems to calm women down at three in the morning. I don't know what to do. But yeah, I had a few that were, that lady just, boyfriend beat the tar out of her and ran out. Jesus. And her first reaction was to call me and say, I need to hear a little toad. <laughs> I played it. I wasn't like Brad. I played her song. I didn't want to get into a knife fight with her. <laughs> Did you eventually do some where they like, here you go, and it's not even the song. That oh, like I used West to do that all the time. It's like, hey, Max, you played the new Matchbox 20? I'm like, you got it. Here comes some Ben Folds. Like, no, Matchbox 20. I'm like, by request, everything you ask for, you get. You play Matchbox 20? Ben Folds brick right after this. What's your name? Craig. But I wanted to hear Matchbox 20. Here's Ben Folds for Craig out there in Chandler. No. <laughs> And then the, that was the call. My boss was like, "Why are you doing that?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I don't. I'm not, I don't think I'm allowed to go get my own music. So I'm just playing what's next. I'm telling him what it is." And then they call. But he like, got oh, his request. I want to hear blah blah blah. I'm like, "No, I'm going to play this instead for you." Oh, okay. And it wasn't like it was nothing close. Thanks, man. I'm like, "You bet. You got it. What That's man, pretty cool of you." What man's listening to Matchbox Twenty anyway? What Loads the hell's wrong with that? Well, it was overnight. <laughs> it was a different time. The late '90s were strange. The other thing that happens in radios a lot of times when they call in the request the song just played and then yeah. when they hear the song again for yeah. some reason they can't figure out the best day of my heard that. My, yeah. my radio existence i was in fourth grade and for whatever reason when my mom listened to a station in albuquerque called kob constantly it was on 24 7 in the kitchen like we'd have the tv on in the other room that was back when kitchens weren't open concept they were kind of hidden like galley kitchens. they were weird little closets in the side of your house and so i'd sit in there and listen to them i remember calling and uh, Toledo, you got to find this song. And Rupert Holmes, the guy who did the Pina Colada song, yeah. had a follow-up called Him. Oh, that's right. And I called the radio station and went, hi. It's KOB. Can I help you? Hi. And the last thing a DJ wants to hear is a kid's voice ever. They We've hear. had that before, yeah, too. I, I like, just hey, but you like, Get through. your goddamn kid off. Hi. Uh, want to make a request? Yeah, what do you got? I want to hear Rupert Holmes' Him. I'll see if I can find you What? I want to hear Rupert Holmes' Him, please. What are you doing right now? I'm just uh, calling you to do request. What are you doing? I'm working. Just turn your radio up for a second. Okay. Okay, I'll turn it up for Hang on, i got to walk over to the side. Okay, all right, you do that. How old are you? I'm eight. I'm, eight. Um, I'm real nervous. I think I'm on the air. And, and then he's like, turn your radio on. I'm like, okay. I wander over. I turn the radio up. And what's playing? What's in the middle? Like the song that's right there in the center is him. Is this isn't it? 
Oh, I know. It's commercial. Oh, okay. I was going to say. Yeah, that's a, trying, so him <laughs> starts playing. I'm like, yeah, you're playing it already. We, goes, we don't pay, pay for the yeah, good uh, yeah, yeah, YouTube around here. Yeah. I said, uh, uh, oh, you're already, okay, now it should be. you're already playing it. What, what, do you, what do you want to hear this for? I don't know. My mom has a station. She seems to like this one quite a bit. Okay. Well, that was pretty stupid. I agree. We're pretty dumb here. Let's just uh, <laughs> see you later. Click. And then I, this is the song I wanted to hear. There's a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> well, you're a mushhead back in the fourth grade. <laughs> oh, not my brain. I love this song. I have no idea why. But it, it, it is funny that it lives with me. Because yeah. you know why? The funny part is, the worst part is, is like I, disapp- I disappointed a star, a local star. Like this guy at eight o'clock on Fridays. I had such a like a glorious view of what a DJ must. His life must be amazing. And, uh, it, it turns out it's like Shannon. Like I was, I was, I was say, eight o'clock Fridays. Yeah. Him, what she gonna do about him? Why I love that song, I don't know. And I was eight, and I was gay, I guess. And, him, and I just remember being so disappointed <laughs> and sad. I always knew like, he was a twink. Yeah, oh, he's, he's in there requesting twink tunes again, Marcy. God damn it! What do you do with him all day? Dress him up? Don't know what. My dad just walking by my bedroom. He's like, mm. don't know who he is. <laughs> Something about dudes. My hymn song. Oh. Right there, around that age, ten o'clock. I or ten years old, nine or ten. Philadelphia Freedom. Mm. Elton John. Great song. I could hear that over and over. Just, Great song. Nothing wrong with I think Philadelphia Freedom. Because of Freedom. Janet Phillips in the class. Brady. Him versus Philadelphia Freedom. Come on. Nobody's questioning everything about you with that. But I just remember disappointing a DJ was a big deal in fourth grade. Then I met DJs, and I'm like, now who's disappointed? You're all just deadbeats. That's true. It would be like <laughs> like meeting Shannon or oh, something. Yeah, like, you're, the, of, oh, you're the man. guy that reprimanded me? I'm eight, and I've got a like a better job than you mowing grass and picking up dog crap. I think this is it. For, <laughs> here's Brady. Oh, Philadelphia Freedom is great. But if you want one of the caliber of the hymn. That was the first 45 I bought was Sugarloaf. Don't no. call us, we'll call you. <laughs> no, just because you like that the name. Sugarloaf. I have to be a rolling stone, you know. Reverse skate. If the cause was right. This song's phenomenal. I had Elton on in the car the other day. I could listen to this all day. This is my uh, hymn song. Gold by John Stewart. What's that? that? Dude, I love. I still like that song. I don't care what anybody says. I What's like this, this song. This is your... Give me a little this taste. Is the one that I... If you had a dad, I, he'd I think you were gay. This is the one I would call for. <laughs> this is the one where your dad climbed back deeper into the gold mine going, I knew it. I can hear... He's gayer gold. than I thought. Play it. Give me some. No. no. Give me some sound, there man. Oh, this song's great. It's a great song. I didn't know this. Man, this is great. You were kind of a cool kid. Then. <laughs> I don't know about that. This is like this is like an eight-year-old with cigarettes. This is way too hard. That's a great song. That's a great song. I lose this top to bottom with my hymn. Yeah, Brady beat you on that too. Brady crushed me. I love Philadelphia Freedom. I, that was actually one of them, to be honest Gold. with you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love that song. Man, my my collection as a really little kid was just all stuff my mom liked. So I came across as like a an early thirties gay. <laughs> it was just everything she liked, I liked. Christopher Cross, Ambrosia. Oh, f- Ambrosia! Forget. It. I get a little teary when that <laughs> pops up. I was yacht rock kid. Yeah, I, just, I was. My mom loved that stuff, and that's all I knew. And I knew my dad liked rock. So I got his stuff. 
but it was mostly my mom's music. I think another I, one of mine was Rocky Mountain Way from Joe Walsh because my dad used to listen to that. Song. You know? that There's nothing wrong with Cowboy that. soundtrack? No, that was uh, that was up all or uh, all night long. That's the one yeah. I liked. Yeah, that's my mom had too. the Urban Cowboy soundtrack. <laughs> of course she did. <laughs> she was sissy. <laughs> your mom had. I'm guessing, and I don't want to speak out of turn, but I'm guessing your mom has been. Uh, with a guy who's looking at her going, I'm sorry. Well, her, or her eye has a stake on it. Mom never had a, had a stake on her eye. I'm almost positive your mom got into a pickup truck with a black eye. My, with Not a black guy. Black but guy with a, black, not in Montana. Yeah, yeah. Not in Montana. <laughs> with a black eye. And the guy who's driving was the one who gave it to her like a few hours earlier and they'd made up. No See, I she had you. over I five mini license plates. Yeah, <laughs> she put them in the bed. You'd see Toledo's mom's name on little mini license plates on seven trucks at any given time. And she's always buying raw meat. Mom, can we eat these steaks? Those aren't eating steaks. Those are face steaks. When's dad coming home? Oh, we need to talk. <laughs> Gold, what you gonna do about him? <laughs> it was nonstop gay music. My dad caught me once. I was listening to Foreigners uh, Hot Blooded in my room. I had a 45 of Hot Blooded when I was probably about five. And um, uh, or actually, it was Double Vision. Some Double song, Vision, no, Double Vision's yeah. great, and it's playing on my record player, Ooh. and I'm and I'm acting out the whole song, like Double Vision. I'm doing interpretive like, dance. Double, I'm doing interpretive dancing in my room <laughs> to Double Vision, and my dad's in the doorway, just staring. I turn and I just like, <laughs> and that weird wash <laughs> of like, oh no, just that warm milk that pours through your body, like ah, I saw that old. I knew it. it. God damn it. I got a lot to prepare for. Change out of the leotards. Dinner's ready. Hey, ants on a log. Dinner's ready at five. (laughs) Son. Oh, it was bad news. Uh, oh, sharing the night oh, together by Dr. Hook Toledo. I remember this one. You're tapping into my entire childhood (laughs) right now. Oh, this is great. All right. If I seem to come on too strong. Hope that you will understand. Oh, I, love I say this. these things because I'd like to know if you're as lonely as I am. And if you mind sharing the night together. Oh, cool. So now, now I know where Dan what? was coming well, from. Dan thought, <laughs> I, I, still, I still question whether or not I, I, missed, I missed the gay boat. I love this stuff. <laughs> I tried so hard. <laughs> I'm just not the made that way. Girl, if you want to go that far, <laughs> it was on all the time. And if tomorrow <laughs> finds us together right here, I saw them do this on the way old, we yeah. are. I watched Would a lot of <laughs> Sharing the night together. I, I guarantee my mom would have bang trip. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sharing the night together. Another hot song from Dr. Hook. If your name is Marcy Holmberg and you call me in the next eight minutes, you win a trip to Cancun and one ride on the old trip stick. <laughs> it's Albuquerque's finest gay guy music. It's KOB. And someday I hope to be the general manager and vice president of a place that has the gayest station in town. Dreams come true in 2017. You're the biggest part of Oh, man. You guys are killing me today. What's the uh, reminiscing uh, little little, little river band? Oh, little river band was the hit best. Oh, forget hit. it. Anyway, I wasn't gay, but boy, my dad—he's probably still in Texas. Court. I'm pretty sure one of these days is going to come out. <laughs> <laughs> he 
He, he worked with too much of it. Oh. This is that's just chills to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh, this oh, is greatest hit CD is wow. worn out. <laughs> worn out. <laughs> Tell you that it's true. Seeing him in concert. You have? Yes. Oh, that's extra good. <laughs> Man. I, well, it was part of the deal when I was up in Milwaukee. We had a I just want to sing. I don't want to hear your story. <laughs> Welcome to All Daisy, on, everybody. everybody. Who's gayer than that? <laughs> That's the way it began. We were hand in hand. I think this song plays immediately when a guy's finger goes in your butt. <laughs> was this on Swizz that night? Yeah, I think in their head. I think I started to hear it like, wait a minute, I'm hearing Little Riverbend. Is somebody fingering some guy? It's like a bat signal to me. This Australian band, they all... They're... Huge. All right, knock it off. <laughs> Get into a little wake-up music. Give me some Slayer or something yeah. horrifying. <laughs> oh, I was that was my mom's influence was constant, you and that's what I always air supply right. You know that's probably why I got my theory where you need a dad in your life because if it, if my dad didn't exist, I, I there's no question I'd have been a twink because all he did was listen. And what's to, wrong with that? Uh, tons of stuff. It hurts your butt. <laughs> <laughs> tons of it, Brady. I, it's not for me. <laughs> but she, yeah, she was pushing me down the uh, the soft rock. The route. I would have been totally different. But the old man would come out, you know, like Boston. I know Toledo hated that, but at the time, he was corporate rock guy. 38 Special, ELO, Boston. And there I am in the bedroom going, Honesty, such a <laughs> Mom got the new 8-track of Billy Joel. I love it. <laughs> Don't you like the Eagles or something good? No, they're okay. Dan's got the Bachman-Turner overdrive just pounded. They're no Christopher <laughs> they Cross. Found, they found uh, Toledo's mom up here. Oh, nice. the urban Looking nice. for the face steak. <laughs> Mama needs another face steak, doll. You grab one out of the kitchen. Nice job, Jacob. <laughs> Looking for another face steak. Around that Mama, time, Mom had, the, the Mom had long black hair like that, too. Peas ain't for faces. That's for shoulder bruising. Now get Mama face steak. <laughs> got to be the meat. Now, I don't want any ground, Chuck. Get that. God damn it. No wonder your father left. <laughs> Should have known. You know, new daddy Dale hits me because you don't Morris. you don't mind Morris, your business. Well, away. Morris too. <laughs> There's a new bobtail truck parked out front every other night. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! You tell that kid to quit peering in on me when I'm in the bathroom, woman. <laughs> <laughs> Face sticks. Mom, you might need a new bed. <laughs> hey, kid, get out. You get you. Come on, whack your mama. I swear to God, you keep staring at me like that, you big-headed weird monster. Your kid's a weirdo. Face steak, please. One. Did you order that at dinner? Uh, he'll have chicken fingers and fries, and I'll just have a face steak. Tell Toledo got bring old cold. <laughs> please bring it cold. I like an uncooked face steak, please. Anyway, till 12 years old, don't you touch my mom. <laughs> you get your hands off of her. My dad will be home any minute. He ain't never coming back. Goddamn giant headed weirdo. Get him out of here. Get me a face steak. <laughs> uh, if I had a time machine, I'd go to your house. <laughs> Boy, would you? Just stare at it. What the? Anyway, uh, it's 6-19. Let's get a real song. Not him by Rupert Holmes, please. No requests. Oh, we've got some great requests. Oh, I felt like such a Carefree nod. Highway. Don't get me started. I don't remember that one. Carefree Highway. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gordon Lightfoot. Uh, old, uh, remember Roy Firestone on uh, ESPN? Yeah. He used to do an amazing. Make he, everyone he did, cry. No, he did great impressions. He really? People didn't know that, but he did a Gordon Lightfoot that was hilarious, and he always we, used to say it. We was pulled always, that up not too long ago. Yeah, when he, he did the that. thing, when he said, uh, 
He said, I always wanted Gordon Lightfoot because all his songs sounded the same to me because he said, is that a Dodger game? I said, now to sing the national anthem, Atlantic recording artist, Gordon Lightfoot. And he goes, and I'm like, oh, I love him. And then he goes out, he goes, oh, say, can you see by the dawn's early light? <laughs> That's a good song. That's a great song, That's, too. I love well, that. Anthem's the solid, too. Terrible. Let's not knock him. <laughs> it was pretty. All right, let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one as we walk down John's gay memory lane, along with Brady and his, Brady like Philadelphia Freedom because it was the tennis team. Had no idea that. They named it after at the time. Uh, Billie tennis Jean team. King had a professional yeah, the, tennis team. Yep. The Philadelphia Freedom. And that's what was that's who, who he wrote, wrote it the song. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And it was about lesbianism and stuff. It was before Elton even came out. It was right about the time I was thinking about it. <laughs> uh, give us the wake up song. 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98. Yeah, I want it. You really 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 want it? Yes, I really want it.